Hello, 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 and welcome to the mommy vlog of a new black mom. It is me once again, the girl with the cause and always here giving out what I think is, you know, good advice, you know. But <laughs> who am I? Just a new mom, you know, trying to live her best life and doing what new moms do. Like trying to figure out <laughs> this handheld brush pump that I just got. And it doesn't give me the same kind of function that my manual does. But we'll see. I'm willing to try it out. It's not as like propelled suction as I'm used to. And it's definitely a hand crank kind of. <laughs> working on the middle kind of feeling but it's working it's working um so today sorry i'm easily distracted um as a mommy i'm always multitasking <laughs> today's episode is step mom 101 the reason i say step mom and you know a lot of people have used other phrases bonus mom uh mom plus two you know second mom uh, all types of fun new phrases but the original classic you would choose to its color is stepmom and the reason this is important and I think it's a conversation that needs to be had is because I think a lot of times being a new mom being a mom in general it's all aspects you know, I guess, you know, a mom to your own kids sometimes. Sometimes you're a mom to multiple kids. Sometimes you're a mom to a stepchild. I mean, you never know. And it's one of those things that I don't think people really give enough credit to. And the reason I say that is because I personally saw, you know, how my friends, you know, had their relationships growing up with the stepmom or, you know, bonus mom or whatever they were called. And my friends were like, it sucks. It's the worst. I hate her. She's, you know, the wicked witch of the east side, whatever. Um, but nonetheless, it's one of those things that have to be talked about as a new mom. Uh, a new mom doesn't mean you gave birth to a mom. A new mom could have been you were added to a family. You were added to this new collection of people. Being a new mom and a step-parent situation is touchy. Um, the three things I wanted to touch base on is, one, discipline. Um, I find this a very interesting subject. I feel like disciplining someone else's child and the parents are still around and very much in their life is a touchy thing. Um, I personally don't agree with that parents beating or disciplining in a physical form unless it's been a conversation by not only the core parents, but with the child. You know, let the child know this parent is just as much as your parent. Now, if you raise this child, and when I say raise, I mean like been there since the child was legitimately out the womb, then you're technically not a step parent. This conversation is not for you. Now, if you're the kind of parent who, you know, came into a child's life when they were 13, 15, 12, that kind of age range, 
I will say take it very lightly if a parent tells you they don't like you discipline. They don't want you to discipline. They're not for you disciplining their child. You have to respect that. You have to respect the fact that someone doesn't want anybody beating on their child or coming in and setting their own standards. That's a very big pill to swallow with someone deciding to kind of put their needs in your child but do it in a way that's supposed to be loving and caring. Um, and I say that only because it's one of those subjects that people don't talk about becoming a new mom. Everybody's cliche about what a new mom is and what a new mom stands for and all these other bits and pieces. But then a new mom is definitely one that has to discipline, but it's a very fine line between, you know, what's accepted and what's not. What's okay, what's what's not okay. Um, I personally have a big rule about not putting blame on children that I did not birth. Now, that can be taken in multiple ways, and people might feel like, oh, well, that's not how I would do it. If that's how you would do it, honey, live your best life and do it the way you want. Me personally, I don't really care to do things in a certain way, but that's just me. I also am not the kind of parent that feels like, you know, you should introduce everyone into your life. And disciplining is a big introductory kind of hardship with your children. You're going to have to get used to this stranger being able to come in and really have a say in their life. Or have a say in what's going on with them. That's a big step that people don't look at. And people don't look at it because it's like, oh, well, my significant other and I are together. But God forsake something happened. You don't plan on being, you know, a step-parent. Your kids don't plan on having a step-parent. But it happens. When it does, you'll be faced with the conversation of, you know, discipline. About getting yelled at. About your child having to answer to this person. Your child having to be more or less respectful of this person. And respectful in the sense like this is their own parent. This is something they're going to have to accept or not. And how you do it and how you bring them around in that kind of disciplinary action is also going to determine how things play out. And the way I say that is because if you allow everyone you deal with to come and beat your child or come and, you know, discipline your child, your child's going to look at you know, everyone's allowed to hit me, everyone's allowed to beat me, everyone's allowed to just treat me in your kind of way. It's not how you want to treat your kids, and that's definitely not the image you want to portray. So, have a conversation, sit down, talk to them, let them know, you know, this is someone who's a parent, and I'm giving them the respect and the whatever to let you know that if they want to discipline you, and I'm not here, I'm giving them permission to do that. Which might be a hard pill to swallow for kids because kids are naturally like, I don't want to be in trouble with everybody. He hit me and she hit me. And, you know, then you're playing judge and jury, which is hard because then you have to determine as a parent who you're going to believe. Are you going to believe that your child did something wrong? And if you are dealing with somebody, you are more or less telling your kid, you believe everything this person is saying. 
That's what you're doing. When you give someone permission to put their hands in your job, you're giving them permission to then become judge and jury. And I, I don't think people look at it like that. People look at things very differently. And people are afraid to say, you know, I'm, I don't agree with this. I'm quick to say, I don't want a bunch of people beating on my child. I don't. And I am not a believer of beating on anyone else's child. But that is also something that has to be talked about, whether you're going to be the disciplinarian in your child's life. My parents both disciplined and both were very adamant about discipline and how things went. Um, but they also equally disciplined me. It wasn't like, oh, daddy's the one that's going to beat you. You know, mommy's the one that's going to dub you up. Like, that also is something I hate. I hate making the dads the bad guy. I hate it. Take it as you want to take it. I hate it. I hate it. Because then dads always get the bad rap of the one that's beating on the kids and the one that's always spanking. And I feel like if you're not a beater, a spanker, however you want to say it, then that's on you. I grew up in a very, you know... I wouldn't even say typical, but a very average black family where beating is something that happens. Beating is very normal. Whoopings are very normal. And it's very normalized in the black community, which is very interesting. Um, I read an article that it was one of the slave owners' tactics about beating the slaves. And the slaves took the, the same thing as discipline. Which is interesting because you're like, oh, God, here comes another slave conversation. But no, it's just an honest conversation. Um, but disciplining when it comes to that bonus child, that, that child has to be talked about with the parents, has to be talked about with both parents. Now, if the parents are deceased, that's a conversation that also has to happen. If the parents aren't in that child's life, again, another conversation that does have to happen. But disciplining is a big, big, big step in a relationship. And it's a big thing that impacts your child. And if you don't like the way someone is raising your child, maybe you shouldn't be with them. But if you feel like this child is not a kid you can discipline, then maybe you should have a conversation with your significant other or mate. These are things that are kind of not necessarily red flags, but big, big conversations that people don't necessarily have all the time. And then when things happen, they're like, I wish I would have known he was like this. I wish I would have known. I wish I would have known. And then you're sitting there with... A whole mess of things that you could have avoided. So, to sum up, more or less, first step on the whole, you know, stepchildren plateau. Um, discipline. Take it as you may, but have a conversation. Discuss how you want to discipline your children. Discuss how you want these bonus kids, these kids that you may not have physically birthed. But how you want to handle it? How you want to bring it into a conversation? Do you want to be the one that maybe just has a voice? And that your significant other who is the biological parent will be the one that reprimands in a physical way. Um, I feel like that works for me. I don't like putting my hands on kids. But I know if my stepdaughter did something, I immediately bring it to her father's attention. Why? Because that's her father. He needs to know. And two, if things are going to get into a physical, maybe a spanking or maybe a pop or whatever the circumstance may be, I'm not the one that's going to give it to her. He is. 
but he also needs to be aware of all the circumstances so he can determine also how things should be handled which is also a big thing because sometimes people handle things differently and then you're like oh if i were you i wouldn't have done x y and z that's the problem all right we're gonna take a quick break and come back with number two talking about discipline and this is you know the second part to this would be something I find interesting when it comes to that discipline is also being accepted um I feel like one of the hardest things about being a new mom is kind of taking on the acceptance role and it's difficult in a breath because it's like you know you want to be accepted, but you also don't want to be, I don't want to say too friendly, but you also got to set that very fine line of, you know, I'm still a parent, I'm still, you know, an adult figure, and a lot of times as sad parents, we want to be accepted. We want to be accepted because we want them to look at us like, oh, you know, she's cool, she's easy to work with, she's you know, friendly, she's good with the kids, but you also don't want to come across like you're going to let them talk to you like crazy or do you crazy or have you, you know, in a position where you almost take away being an adult to try to be their friend. And the biggest thing my mother always told me is, I'm not your friend. And I used to get offended by that. And I used to be like, well, yeah, like why do you got to be so mean? But I got what she was saying as an adult. Because being a child's friend means you're allowing them to do things that they may not need to be done. Or that the other parent may not agree that you're doing. Um, And it's one of those situations that you have to almost know what lines and boundaries you set. And how you want to be a part of their life without losing that kind of structure. Um, One of the biggest things with my stepdaughter was the fact that she was a preteen. she and I had a very interesting, you know, kind of training of things where I didn't want to necessarily come off too harsh, but I also wasn't going to allow her to use me or play me or make me, you know, go against her father. And I always say, you know, show a united front. A united front of, you know, what did your father say? What was your father's answer? Why didn't you ask your father? kids love to play parents against each other they're the first ones that will test that theory of oh is is this you know me and him against her or is this me and her against him like it's never that what you want and what the best way to do it is to more or less allow them to know that there's no secret or oh I'm gonna let you get away with stuff and I'll you know deal with your father or I'll you know deal with your mother and I'm just gonna let you do whatever I'm not gonna you know be hard on you no 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 when you're a step parent you're still technically a parent and when you want your children to know they're not gonna be able to play you two against each other but they're also not going to just do what they want to do and then you're the one that kind of falls into the lane of why didn't you stop her? Why didn't you say anything? Why did you let her, you know, 
use you, manipulate you. And kids will do that. Kids will manipulate you. They will definitely try their best to throw on the tears or throw on an act or put on a whole scene to more or less kind of see how far they can push you. To see, hey, if I if I cry about this or if I put on an act, what will happen? Or if, you know, my dad or mom isn't around and I do something that my parents already know, the answer is no. But if I do it with her, she's going to say yes. Don't fall for victim. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Or I always say, ask your father, what did your father say? And if they can't give me an answer, I say, well, I'll ask your father. Oh, no, 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 never mind. I don't want to do it. Why not? Oh, because you know if you asked your father or you know if your father was around or your mother was around, if your mother said no, now you're coming to me to say yes. Those are kind of things you got to look out for as a step-parent. Um, as a new parent, you know, I was kind of not pushed, but I was definitely in a different situation where pushing the envelope of me being, you know, fully absorbed into a friendship with the child and trying to, you know, also get to know them. You want to give them a chance. You want to see what kind of things they're going to do. You're going to see what kind of games they may or may not play. You might want to see what kind of way they might act when their parents are around versus when it's just you two around. And if you feel like, okay, this isn't what you were just doing. Or if you cried, oh, I didn't eat, oh, I'm hungry, or oh, I didn't get to go do this, or I don't have any money to go do that, or, you know, what kind of role are they trying to put you in for you to now have to deal with the parent in charge? So these are why I say you got to be able to decipher. You also have to keep being a parent. You also have to know, okay, what is my role? Because if... I know you tell me, oh, I don't really eat fish. Okay, cool. I'll never cook fish so that you'll be forced to eat it. But if your parent tells me, oh, they eat fish, but they, they don't like this, just, you know, communicate with child. So if you don't like this, why can't you tell me? One of the biggest things is trying to, you know, show the new parent kind of a different side of them. And then you'll sit there and be like, that's not what I wanted. Or that's not, you know, how I wanted my child to deal with this situation. Which is why I'm like, you know, if you show that united front, you know, it's a harder game to play when we both know what's up. So that's why you got to kind of know exactly what you're getting yourself into. Expose your child to, you know, the fact that we we talk, we communicate, we actually sit down and discuss stuff. We're not going to let you, you know, tell me the sky's blue and tell your father the sky's black. And we both want great. So when you do stuff like that, you know the best. So we are back with our third and final segment of the evening. And our third and final segment is probably the easiest to talk about but the hardest to accomplish. Um, and that is when you are now legitimately playing full parent. And I don't say playing as in like playing an act, but when you take on being a full parent. Um, my stepdaughter lives with us, so I fell into a role of being a full-time parent with her. And this is before, prior to me having a baby, this was definitely, you know, 
and jumped into a deep end of an already established child with her already personality, her already kind of life. And when you're in that role of either being a full-time parent or being a parent that is now taking over for maybe a parent that is deceased or not in a child's life or they don't see or deal with them, their parent is incarcerated, it's a very different and unique role. Um, and the reason I gave this its own kind of spotlight is because a lot of times people don't realize the difficulty in this role that you're playing. It is difficult because you now are a full-time committed person that this child is now attached to. You are fully committed to these decisions that they're making, whether it be what kind of toothpaste they use, what kind of things they're doing with their hair, them, you know, wearing certain clothes or them eating certain foods. They're coming to you. You are now a full-time, full-committed, fully active parent. Um, and it's a lie. And a lot of times, if the parent is alive but the parent's not in the child's life, you're dealing with kind of hurt and pain and difficulty. And if the parent is in their life but they don't live with them or they have a strained relationship, you're now that mending bond. You're taking on that full role of being a parent to a child who knows what their parent looks like, who knows their parent well, but they're just not actively in each other's lives. And that can be difficult. You can be dealing with a lot of pre-hurt that you have to now help heal, that these conversations that you have are going to be realistic, that these conversations that you have are going to totally be kind of molding this child for the future. Um, you want to show love, compassion. You also want to show sternness and control. Um, but you're also taking on a role that may not have been something ideally you thought you were going to take on. So now you're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know. And it can be strenuous. It can be unique depending on the age of the child. Some people, you know, don't know what it's like to take on a full child role and have to be a full-time parent they're like a weekend warrior parent you know they get their kids on the weekend so you never really have to see them or you only see them for two days versus you know you have a child that now lives with you you have a child that now comes spends the whole summer with you or a child who spends the school year with you whatever way they've kind of gotten it together you're now thrown into the mix um and those kind of things make it not difficult but they're also things that you have to adjust to if you're a smoker, you may not want the child to be smoking or be smoking around, you know, a common area. If you're a cursing kind of person, you got to be careful with your language and know what is appropriate around the kid. If you're a partier, now, you know, maybe there's not all that free time to party because you're helping do homework. Um, these kind of things where you're establishing yourself in these very important roles that I'm holding this child take on seriously. Especially because your significant other is going to look at you like, a teammate, like a parent, like we're, we're doing this together, we're parents, it's not, well me and my kid, it's our kids, our decision, us going to parent-teacher night, us deciding what family trip we're taking, us deciding, you know, what we're going to do as a family, so take the role very seriously, but also, you know, talk to your parents for help, my mom was very helpful and honest, because there's a nice little age gap between me and my fiance. And so his kids are a little bit older, and me taking them on, you know, was something I was not prepared for. Because three years ago, I was living La Vida Luca. I was living my best life. I was out here just having fun and not thinking, and not even, even in the same realm of being a full-time parent. 
And now it's like PTA meeting, deciding what we're going to do as far as school uniform and figuring out what we're going to do as a family and where we're going to eat as a family and what we're getting for the groceries or what kind of detergent we're using. Things that you never think of when you're out having the best time that are now fully thrown onto your plate. So these are things to just be aware of. Um, being a step parent is hard. Being a step parent is just as much as being a parent. Don't let the step or bonus mom, bonus dad fool you. You know, I have a couple of friends who had young children who, when they got into a serious relationship, their significant other became a parent, and the kid only knows them. They only know them as their father. They don't know their biological father or mother, and it's unique because now that biological parent may be trying to get in their life and they don't know the difference they don't know who this stranger is they don't know that this is their technical father or mother and that's a conversation that makes it difficult for you because now they're like well you're my daddy so how is he my daddy or you're my mom how is she my mom so these kind of things are things you have to be aware of and also be understanding of and not get offended if you know your stepdaughter calls you mom and then when her mom does come around she calls you whatever you know nickname or whatever other name they've given you as a family name before she calls you mom um, don't get offended know that it's a it's a role you have to play but it's also respect for that other parent um, now if there's a strange relationship and she calls you mom or dad and the other parent comes around take it that their feelings may be hurt that they might be upset, that they might also have feelings, that they also might want to have a conversation, that they might feel some type of way. But you also have to respect that they should feel some type of way. It's okay if they feel some type of way. Don't, you know, immediately be a, you know, argumentative person because take it if you were in their shoes. And if you're in their shoes, how would you feel? So that's pretty much our episode for today i hope that you enjoyed it i hope that you know you subscribe you come back to listen you come back to hear my crazy antics and i hope that this somehow may have been an ear for you to listen to something really interesting for you to agree or disagree with and if you feel like there was something i should have touched on as far as being a step parent you know let me know i'm always open for ideas and conversations and i'm always open for people's opinions especially because you know i'm new to this aka the new mom and i'm only going off my life and my experiences and you know my friends and family around me so don't get offended don't feel like you can't say anything because sometimes that's how you learn well technically that is how you learn from other people so you know be open for people to help be open for other opinions and always you know ask questions ask Once again, this is the Mommy Files of a New Black Mom. And baby, I'm out.